Hi, and welcome to Why Hub Business Connect podcast. I'm Coach Kerry from Being in Business, and I'm a mindset and business coach for startups or scaling entrepreneurs. And I'm Shannon Lancaster from Cobalt & Co, a deeply purpose-driven brand and marketing agency for businesses in Yanship and surrounds. We're here at YHub Coworking, a space to fuel the growth of startups and established businesses and facilitate valuable connections within the local community. Tune in to know you're not alone in your business journey, master your mindset and get powerful strategies to unleash your business and marketing potential for real results and set your business on fire. Hello, Coach Kerry. Hi, Shannon. How are you? Good. Look, you're in the kitchen with Coach Kerry from Being in Business and Shannon from Cobalt and Co. <laughs> Absolutely. We just uh, made a fresh coffee and ready to ready to get started, get down and dive straight into um, a really interesting topic that we have at the moment. And actually, Shannon, I've just learned this um, immersive view from you. And I think it's amazing having this kitchen in the background because it reminds yeah. me so much of the Y-Hub co-working community kitchen. And this is exactly what we do is have these kinds of immersive conversations um, in and around the kitchen um, on break times and what have you with other business owners and founders that are in the, yeah. the community at Y-Hub. So I think yeah. this background is perfect. I absolutely We're in it. the kitchen. <laughs> You're so clever. Oh, that's what you get when you play around with Zoom, right? <laughs> love it, love it. I'm not very techie, so you're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carrie and I just had that conversation offline, so we've managed to find something really cool. Here we are. Here um, we are. Yeah, and we've got a very juicy topic to cover today um, which Kerry has brought to the table and that is about finding where that magic happens. How do we identify um, how we can become the CEO of our dreams by understanding the relationship between our personal identities and our business identities and what does that give us Kerry? Yeah, look, I think when we start our um, start creating our business identity or when we have our business identity already um, sort of crafted, whether you're new on your journey or you've been in business for a long time, taking some time to actually review what is our business identity, um, what's our brand, what's our awareness um, for our clients, and it really goes like a few layers deeper than mm. how how other people are perceiving our brand and how we're creating our reputation, the layers that go a little bit deeper are, you know, what um, what does our business stand for? And creating those boundaries and those values and those priorities and they form principles within our business. And when we have principles in our business, it's easier for us to make processes. And when we can make processes, it gives us the guide as business owners to be able to better manage our business, um, better train staff, work with our clients more easily, attract better clients. Um, Mm. We know who our business is, we know what it stands for, and we know how to operate it and function it. Um, And so it gives us the sort of certainty and clarity in creating that business identity and creating the way in which 
we want to engage with the community and build our business um, internally and externally with our staff communities or with our client communities. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's fascinating how when we look a little bit under the surface, how our business identity can actually help to shape us, our personal transformation and our personal identity to become the business owner or the CEO that really sets our heart on fire by you know, building a thriving, successful business. And it doesn't have to be a multi-million dollar company. It could be um, a business that has replaced your full-time income. It might mm -hmm. be a business that you know, allows you the freedom and the flexibility to, ba to balance family life and other, you know, personal commitments with earning an income and doing something that you absolutely love. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's fantastic how business is actually the opportunity for us to be able to grow and become who it is we, our heart really wants to be. Yes. And when you first said to me business identity, I was just like, what are you even talking about? Can you break it down <laughs> for our audience and explain to me what on earth you mean uh, when you say business identity? Yeah, look, business identity is really how our business functions. It, yeah. the pers it's, it's creating a persona because our business goes beyond who we are. Um, and it starts to take shape and identity, you know, identity, but it starts to take on a personality of its own. Yeah. And so we become friends and um, colleagues of that business in the way in which we function, manage and um, organise it and how we're organised in and around our business as well. So the persona is really the identifying what the values are of that business what the vision is for that business, what the mission and the purpose and the meaning is behind the business, why mm. it does what it does. And it's also looking at um, how it wants to do what it does. So what's yeah. the integrity behind the brand? You know, yeah. is it that it's, um, you know, you might develop some principles that might be really centred around, uh, you know, having really reliable, reliable outcomes for yeah. your clients. It might be having exceptional service because valuing the human relationship is really important for the business. It might yeah. be things around sustainability. Like, do we want to be, you know, zero emissions, zero carbon footprint, or is recycling really important? And so if you follow those principles through um, your entire business processes from operations through to sales, through to marketing. And when we create the persona and the personality for our business, it allows us to be able to attract clients that resonate with that. Because yeah. clients as human beings, we all have our own set of values. We all yeah. have our own set of beliefs and behaviours and attitudes. And we look to work with or interact with businesses that share the same philosophies as us. Yeah, And so if you haven't taken the time to really establish what your, your business identity is um, and how you want your business to evolve and develop and grow mm. in those areas, then are we really giving our clients the best opportunity to, to interact with us, to buy from us, to, um, you know, to engage with us on 
whether it's a marketing level, a sales level, you know, even a volunteer level, you know, it doesn't matter yeah. what your organisation is. Yeah. So tell me, does your business identity have to align with or be the same as your personal identity? Um, I'm going to say yes and no. Okay. Because there's, because <laughs> I think I think it's not it's not just a straight yes. It absolutely has to. Um, mm. It doesn't have to be exactly the same. So we're talking about values, philosophies, attitudes, what we believe in, um, and how we perform tasks and how we go about doing what we do, mm. um, and why we do it. Like, what's the meaning for us to be able to do it? Now, for us personally. For example, like we might be really environmentally conscious, in which yeah. case we might develop our business so that it aligns with that value um, and make sure that we're doing all the sorts of things that are envir environmentally conscious. And we might advise our clients that, hey, look, you know, we're an environmentally conscious um, business. And yeah. so then they're going to then attract clients that also have that value. And that, mm. that might not be your main business stream of income, but it's, it's yeah. one of the philosophies and values of your business. Yeah. And so could you imagine if you're wanting to create um, a business mm. in an industry that is not known for or doesn't respect um, environmentally conscious practices mm. and yet you as a person are very much inclined that way. And so then you get some cognitive dissonance where we start to create some, um, you know, an anxiety really and struggle and mismatch of the values, our brain can't compute it because the set of values and principles and behaviours and beliefs are different in our business mm -hmm. than where they are in ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a lot of confusion and struggle and you know, procrastination and we just don't feel right and we don't feel energetic towards our business. And that can quite often also happen if we haven't established what our business stands for mm. and who that identity and that personality is of the business. If we haven't identified that, then we're actually trying to create a business from our own way of seeing the world, which is mm. which is fine. However, when you come into entrepreneurship in the first place, we're bringing along all of our past cultural, environmental, past experiences, and that's all contributed to who we are right now in this present time before I go and start my business. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of yeah. transferable skills that we bring that are really valuable in starting a business. Yeah. But let's take, example, take an example of, you know, you might be in finance, and then you're wanting to start a creative business. Mm. So now, now there's a mismatch in identity yeah. in, our, in our own personal life. And so then when we go and start a business that's like a creative, it might be a quilting business because you love quilting. Yeah. Um, but you've come from the finance industry, whether you're an accountant or something like that, and people don't perceive you as being a quilter. Mm. It hasn't mm. been part of your sort of main public life so to speak people might not know yeah. how passionate you are or how good you are at quilting and teaching others how to quilt now this is just yeah. one example but yeah um the principle is still the same 
because when we have that dissonance like we who we see ourselves who we want to become is different to who we are now Mm -hmm. then it creates a whole lot of well who am I to be that person and a lot of doubt and a lot of fear and a lot of struggle and a lot of imposter syndrome but if we we can actually kind of counteract that by starting with okay so what do we want to do in our business who do we want that personality of our business to be yeah as as a quilting you know coaching training quilting provider Mm. and then we can go okay well who do I need to become to stretch and grow into being the business owner that can really confidently comfortably um, and with a level of certainty and authority within yourself yeah to become the CEO to manage that business yes absolutely and I think I run a lot of brand strategy sessions for clients and these are a deep dive they're three hour sessions where we go into the fundamentals of brand so we're talking about purpose we're talking about what you do why you do it and what impact you want to create um we're talking about vision what do you want to achieve um with what you're doing with your business and we talk about values and I always find that when I say to business owners or coaches or um, thought leaders or creators, what are your values? There's a, they tend to get stuck and then revert to the same values every single time. So you know what comes up? It's the things like integrity, honesty, trust. Um, it's those same values that come up time and time again Um, because they want their business to be perceived in that way and it's only by pushing through a little bit further and saying yes but why is that important to you how has your life experience um, contributed towards making that an important value that you hold that they can like dig down into it to understand why why is integrity so important to me and then maybe find out that that value isn't as broad as integrity although that certainly encompasses it but that point of difference might be um deeper and slightly different so I think we all get stuck on actually um articulating our values and have you got any tips Kerry on how to really understand what those values that you hold are yeah absolutely that's the personal work of being a business owner um, and the best experience of personal growth is having your own business. And it's not until sometimes you, you come to a time in your life where you're starting a business, like you're saying, you do those deep dives with clients, which is absolutely essential, um, that we actually stop and take a look and go, well, what do I stand for in my life? You know, what is important to me? Um and working out what our values are because we just become who we become, right? Yeah. We, our yeah. identity and who we know ourselves to be and how other people perceive us to be has come from you know, childhood experiences, cultural experiences, social and family environmental um, interactions and what we have then learned in our mind to be acceptable to be, you know, people can trust us to be a certain way, certain roles that we start to fulfil in our life through our 20s and 30s um, based on those characteristics of who we have known um, 
or how we have really learnt to for it to be okay and safe in the world like are we accepted if we're the funny guy you know Mm. are we accepted if we're the responsible one you know and and it's those kinds of characteristics that we form values and beliefs around based on are are we loved and accepted in the world um, when Mm. we're smaller individuals and then as we get to our 20s and 30s we start to then take our model of who we are called our identity into different roles in the workplace or in the family environment or you know as a mother or you know whatever that is um, as we start to try on different roles in our life and then we get a little bit stayed and so then when we sort of come a little bit sometimes a little bit later in life in our 40s and Mm. beyond starting our own business then the challenge starts to happen because we haven't taken the time and this is the this is the point of your question here is we haven't taken the time to sit down to go who am I yeah yeah absolutely you know why have I become this way and is that who I still want to be and is that person going to be the same person going to look like the same person with all of those same characteristics to be the CEO of my business yeah and so some of the tips that I would recommend to be able to start to sit down with yourself and identify what those characteristics are is looking number one at what are you most organized around what are the what are you the most efficient with yeah Um, what are you prioritizing because what we value the most, we prioritise. Mm, you know, it doesn't mm. matter how busy we are, we can still take responsibility for certain things. We can still yeah. make sure that we take action and do certain things, whether it's for somebody else, whether it's for the home, whether it's for ourselves. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, but take a look at what you do in a day, what you do in a yeah. week, what you do in a yeah. month or a year mm. and see those areas that you're most organized around so do you mean yeah. write a list here and say I mean, i'm really organized yeah yeah like one is a way another thing not not mm. the number one but part of this process is having awareness you've got to be able to see yourself yeah so that means being able to whilst you're going through your day observe where you're most organized what yeah. it is you prioritize certain things over other things when you know, a whole lot of stuff gets dumped on your list or a certain person sort of says, oh, can you do this for me? And that means you've got to bump everything else down the list. Mm-hmm. So in those sorts of situations, we can see what we're most organised around. We can see what we value because we'll prioritise it over and above okay. other things. And what about in the instance where someone is in that transitional life stage where they're perhaps um, their children are growing up or they're moving into a new career, et cetera. And so for many, many years, they would have been prioritising, you know, the children or their partner's work or um, their boss's needs or something else that didn't necessarily feel in alignment or they're feeling stuck now and ready to move forwards. What what happens then when they say, hey, look, I'm prioritising um something else laundry. that's not yeah we've got to get the footy socks the kids, the kids food and the kids before. have only just dumped oh. them in the washing basket yeah. 12 hours before they need to wear them yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and it is and it is also acknowledging the 
the um, responsibilities we have in certain roles that we play and those and valuing um, those responsibilities, but also then having a look at like the next level of that is having a look in your heart because yeah. what do you enjoy doing the most? Yes. And if you didn't have to do some of the boring stuff that we have to do to tick off the list for the day, what would you do instead? Yeah. Yeah, and, for sure. And then you can start to see, okay, so what do you value? You might value travel. Mm. You know, it might be a thing, an activity mm. that you mm. that you value. Um, it might be a characteristic. Yeah. Like I don't like it. This is another another um thing that you can do is what don't you like? Yeah. What you don't what don't you like that you do? To mm. others and what don't you like that happens to you mm. which is mm -hmm. also a little bit of heart work here um even though it's our mental judgments and our mental expectations that tells us what what we do and don't like yeah our heart tells us how we feel about what we do and don't like yeah and so we can have a look at well i don't i really don't like when people are dishonest to me when people don't tell me the truth yeah you know, I don't like it when there's no transparency. And then do you need to then ask why? You know, I don't I don't like it when people are dishonest to me because do we need to take it that layer further to truly understand it? Yes, the transformation comes when we can always find the root cause. Mm. Because mm. cognitive dissonance is the difference um, between conflicting um, values, thoughts, beliefs, behaviours, attitudes. And the dissonance can also become become a, apparent and um, visible, even though there's a difference in you, and there's a difference in somebody else. Mm. Because when your values don't align, or your behaviours or your characteristics don't align, that's where the dislike comes. That's yeah. where the you know I don't understand why they do that all the time. Like because it's so different to how we are. Yeah. And when we get out of the headspace of having expectations and judgments of somebody else to be the same as us, mm. then we can really start to come into our own heart's congruence. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a that's like a whole nother podcast, I reckon. Yeah. Because that's a <laughs> lot of personal like... work. Uh, unpicking the, <laughs> the ego construct and coming into the real heart foundation. Um, yeah. And getting to the root cause of why we think what we think. Mm. which is and and why we do what we do yeah and does yeah. that actually fulfill us and make us happy mm. so if we're starting a business or taking a career change or we have life circumstances that are um you know currently in chaos or change yeah. Um, yeah. then we need to have a look at who we are and what do we want yeah yeah and if we're doing things that don't make us happy we also need to put that on the list it's almost like doing yeah. like a total data dump yeah and going okay well if I had the time money and resources what would I do instead mm. what actions would I take instead what yeah. do I really stand behind you know what really peeves me off and what would I do about it yeah you know, so then be... can I put you on the spot here, Kerry? Oh, I know you don't mind this kind of spot. very candid. Everything's um, <laughs> always on the spot, Shannon. <laughs> and what is important to you? What are your values? Yeah, that's a really good question. And you're like, um, oh! 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. And I love diving deep. And I'm quite happy to um, sort of share my own thoughts and views. So integrity is very important to me. And mm. it's not just the word integrity because integrity is like a house that yeah. we build. So it has walls, it has floors, it has windows, it has doors. And integrity takes shape because your integrity is different to my integrity because we yeah. build our houses differently. Yeah. So um, for me, responsibility is very important to yeah. me. And it has been like right from a very young age. And it's responsibility for myself. It's not taking responsibility for others. Yeah. Um, but I found how deeply rooted I was in responsibility yeah. because it annoys me when other people don't take responsibility. Yeah. And so okay. that's how I know that responsibility is a very big driving factor um, for who I am as a person in my personal mm-hmm. life and mm-hmm. how I show up for my business. Yeah. Like, and, and how that, does that impact how you shop for your business? Yeah, it impacts a lot because I know that I'm out of congruence if I've said I'm going to do something but I haven't finished the responsibility of actioning it on time. That yes, okay. A lot of angst of going, oh, you know, scrambling to get it finished or whatever, whatever. If I commit yep. to something, then mm. I commit to delivering it because yep. it's my responsibility. Yes. Yep. And also, um, it's my responsibility to make sure my business grows. It's my responsibility to, you know, and so that whole notion of responsibility is. I'm going to just go a little bit deeper for what it is for yeah. me. Um, our level of vibrate, our conscious awareness and vibration is um, 200 for courage mm. and responsibility. Mm-hmm. And willingness yeah. comes above that. Acceptance comes above that. And for me, everything that comes, joy, love, abundance, all comes from that one area of responsibility, that one word of responsibility. It's all wrapped up in that for me. So yeah. my integrity, when I say responsibility is key, is because personal responsibility and owning, even if I make a mistake, it's yeah. owning that because I take the responsibility to get the feedback of what I what I can improve for next time rather than anything under the vibrational level of 200, which mm. is blame, victim, shame, martyr, um, not taking responsibility. Yeah. not taking feedback, it's criticism, it's expectations, it's judgments, it's all of those things. Yeah. So when we're yeah. operating our integrity from anything underneath that mm. level of 200, all of yeah. those characteristics or any of those characteristics actually set ourselves up, one, for sabotage in our business, mm. and two, um, it's... If you, if you don't do the work to undo anything that's below that level yeah. in our thinking, thoughts, beliefs, behaviours, attitudes and emotions, then it doesn't set ourselves up for success. So we have yeah. to do the work to yeah. get ourselves at least to the level of courage, acceptance, acceptance willingness um, and responsibility at that level of 200. Mm-hmm. And how do we do that work? Oh, how do we do that work? You come and see me, really. Because everyone's we listening and saying, work. yes, okay, I understand and I need to show up in my business yeah. um, as my values, living, embodying my values. But how do we do the work to understand what those values really are? And if we need to, you know, in 
in reviewing where our values are now mm. and looking at how we might want our business to be, yeah. how our business is, and if we're not um, showing up clearly or we have stagnation in our business or we have procrastination mm. um, or we're not getting the results in our business that we want, yeah. then that's the time to review your values. And that's the time to go in and have a look. Am I operating below 200 mm. in any area of my personal yep. life, my business life? Yeah. Um, and that's where, you know, over really even just a few short sessions of coaching, we can start to understand, okay, so how is this showing up? What is that cause that's showing up? What is that value that's showing up? What is that value that's incongruent with yeah. where it is you want to go? And yes, identity okay. and, uh, because yeah. we can't we can't bring all of who we have been mm. into where we are going. Yep. It, 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 we are not the same person in showing up in business when we show up day one and when we're day one of year five. Mm. We're not the same person. Mm -hmm. This is going into psychology a little bit, but values. Are values something that change or are values something that we hold with us? They are something we hold with us, but they are they also change. Yeah, they definitely change. Okay. So values are really simply um, what something means to us mm. and what we feel is important. And also, would you say um, what level of respect we um, put our energy towards in terms of that particular thing? Um, yeah, because if you really highly value um sort of okay so if you really highly value kindness then you will put a lot of time towards ensuring that you are showing up with kindness and you will respect yourself when you do show up with kindness and you will respect others when they also show up with kindness so do you feel that respect comes into it a little bit or is that a standalone value um i think respect is a standalone value absolutely mm. Um, mm. but our values interplay with each other just like you said like you can respect you can value respect you can have respect as one of your values yeah. and you can have kindness also as one of your values yeah so compassion yeah. is one of my values mm. and so compassion and responsibility go hand in hand as well yeah absolutely so they, they they do mesh together because they don't fit into a box. And so yeah. one impacts the other. And we will wrap beliefs, like what we hold to be true, and that statement of our thoughts telling us whether we're upholding values or not upholding values. Um, our yeah. thoughts will definitely tell us whether we're in alignment or not in alignment. Um, yeah. And those beliefs that we hold to be true, they get buried into our subconscious. And so mm. we start acting on our values um, without even having to think about it. We don't make conscious choice to make decisions based on our values. We do it automatically. So yeah. we have predetermined outcomes because our, our system, our thinking system already knows how to make the decisions or what the yeah. outcome is going to be because we have programmed within ourselves called values and beliefs mm. and they determine 
our actions and behaviours and attitudes. Yeah. We actually don't have to think about it. And that's why when you, when you sit down with your clients and they struggle to find and really take a look at and pinpoint what their values are and they give you yeah. broad-term values, yeah. is because they're, they're way in the archives. Mm, they're clutching yeah. at ideas and, yeah, yeah. Yes, without actually embodying and going inside the mind and opening up and going, where is that file of where I keep my values? Yeah. Because it's in a centre of the brain where it goes, okay, well, that runs on automatic now. So you don't mm. have to think about that. And then when you actually want to think about that, you have to engage your heart because it's what something means to you. Yeah, that's right. And the heart Absolutely. and the head. We have this yeah. like little thing going on. The head is like, no, no, oh, we already got that document sorted out. Here you go, spit that out. Mm. Mm. And so we have to take that time to unwrap and really dive in yeah. to be able to unpick and be able to see ourselves who we really are. Mm. And what and happens that, in your business if you are um, not showing up in your values? What happens if, do you have an example of where this does happen with your clients and what does it look like? Yes, um, there's definitely incongruence that happens. So there's a level of uncomfortability. Yeah. And what we always try and do is, and this is for all of us, all human beings, we like things to be safe. We like to protect and defend what we know and what we hold yeah. to be true um, yeah. and, that, and that's our values and our beliefs, right? So when we're trying to stretch ourselves to grow into becoming a better business owner or to stretch our business results um, or to put ourselves out there with marketing or to close a bigger deal that we have never closed before, mm. deal with difficult situations with clients, like it can show up in our business in lots of different formats, lots of different yeah. situations. Yeah. And then we have to stretch to meet those situations. Mm. And we either create conflict within ourselves where yes. we start to justify why we don't meet the stretch yes. and stay safe into the comfortable mm. zone because it's certain and we already have those programs that are on habit replay. Yeah. And so we don't have to change. No, no, don't change. It's them that's the issue. Yeah. You know, it's the economy that's the issue. It's the client. It's the staff. It's the they don't understand me or whatever, whatever. The mm. justification and the reasoning and the mind just tick, 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 tick over. Yeah. And so what what can happen is so with with one of my clients in particular, they had an opportunity in front of them to be able to stretch and grow their business required a very significant price increase yeah so they had an opportunity to increase their price yep and they were like well you know they might accept and blah 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 and that came down to self-belief and self-worth mm -hmm. and as and this is the thing with um quite a lot of coaches or consultants where they really are the brand yes yes and so that's where their personal beliefs and values mm. in how they price themselves and their own self-worth actually influences 
negatively in, in some instances, most instances, in the business because they're undercharging, because mm-hmm. they don't see the value that they offer. They don't see the transformation and the gift that they give their clients. Yes, yeah. And then we have values around um, being accepted and being liked mm. and being trusted mm. when we go to actually put that offer out there and we go yeah. to actually make that sale or we go to follow up because yeah. what are they thinking of me? Yeah. Well, it's actually not your job about what somebody's thinking of you. Your first job is the line of 200 taking responsibility and acceptance for mm. what you think. Mm, and that's yep. where it starts. Yes. And so yes. we did a little bit of coaching yeah. around what the values were, around mm. what the beliefs were, um, and how, how they were showing up in this situation. Because situational stuff is the is the best way for us to be able to see um, what we think and and why we do stuff. Yeah. And so we did a bit of transformational work, and I have a few tools and resources that very very quickly change. Um, belief programs and yeah. goes into the archives and into those subconscious to sort mm. of rewrite the neurons um, and mm. the neural pathways and then we shift the perception of what yeah. something means to us from the cause and yeah. for the future yeah and that work happens like instantly it's so so wow. quick and it's mm. so profound that the next day she was able to type her email put her offer up and go you know what I'm going to click send and I'm yep. okay with what I've put out. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So she increased by a few thousand dollars her offer for something that she has done time and time again for mm-hmm. $2,000 less. Mm. And then and the weight felt gain started. Right, it felt, it felt in alignment. Right. She, felt, she felt good that she was able to stand mm. her own authority and her own integrity recognizing her own self-worth and going okay and being unattached to the outcome yeah yeah that was a whole nother little bit of work that we did on that yeah I can Um, imagine and then the weight gain came Mm. and then the what-ifs came and then the doubts came oh what if I don't accept and blah 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 blah. and it's like no no unattached from the outcome yeah yeah stage to who you are Mm. because you will attract those that resonate with you mm. and attract hold true to your values that value you that yeah. value your um your transformation your offer your knowledge your wisdom your resource whatever it is that you can do to support them mm. that's mm-hmm. what come to you for it's interesting so isn't it she did get that email back saying yeah we can't wait to have you that's amazing and she was just yeah. like she rang me she's like what this yeah. just happened I'm like yes yeah. it happened because we changed our point of attraction mm. our point of attraction comes from having an alignment within ourselves of our values and our beliefs yeah and so yeah. when we then have our business identity of what mm. that stands for yeah have a line true alignment between us and our business and yes there is a stretch and a growth yes um, yeah and it does become clearer um but we first have to work out who we are and who we want our business to be yeah Sorry, gosh you just said so much there Carrie. i mean oh. that that was huge <laughs> i think you've given everybody enough to think about for the next two weeks so amazing oh, maybe but if there's 
any mm. questions because it can be a little bit confusing because we don't see what we do. We don't yeah. see how we are. We have to sometimes have the ob- objective feedback from outside yeah. to reflect or a situation that we're involved yeah. in to be able to then have the level of awareness to go, oh, I'm triggered here. Oh, I yeah. feel this. Oh, I think I'm thinking this. You yeah. Know? And sometimes you have to learn those tools a little of awareness first. True. Um, yeah. And it comes with practice, doesn't it? I mean, I had a personal experience myself a couple of weeks ago um, and I had a previous client reach out for a job that I had done for him many times before in the past, Um, but it was when my business was at a different stage Um, and he reached out with this opportunity and straight away I thought, oh, this is easy, I've done it before, Um, it's a very high cash job so it would boost the bank account, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And usually when I accept a new client, it, it sort of it comes into my body and I feel it and it starts to spread throughout my body. So I'll start to feel this warmth and, you know, as we move forward, I'll, I'll, I'll be filled with excitement and I'll wake up at night and I'll be living and experiencing this purpose and it will feel right and I'll be coming up with ideas and I'll always be inspired and want to jump into the work um and when something isn't in alignment with my values it sits inside me like a cold stone and it doesn't shift there's no energy to it it's just a cold stone and it's something that I circle around I don't want to go near I will procrastinate I will do everything and come up with every reason to not do this job and it does not grow and evolve and inspire within me and it's never my best work um, and I recognized and realized that cold stone and I reached back out to him a couple of days later and said, you know, apologize deeply. And I said, this just isn't right for me at this time. Um, and I don't feel that I can do the work for you to actually honor the project. And yeah. straight away, it melted away and I felt so much better. Um, and it was purely recognizing the impact that the project, the client, the job, um, was having on me and my alignment and whether it was aligned with my values um and as soon as I realized it wasn't that's when I said no I can't do that even if it does boost the bank account it's not something that sets my soul on fire and I would rather prioritize spending that time and energy on something that is more aligned with my value but that comes after years and years and years of practice so it's not something that you can switch on straight away yes and I love that you shared that. Thank you so much. Um, I, I actually didn't know that you embody your clients as much as what you do. And yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that because mm. I, I know that you're deeply inspired um, for your clients. And I think that's the, you know, one of the, one of the greatest gifts that you give your clients who can't dig into that inspiration themselves for whatever yeah. reasons. You yeah. know, um, yeah. and I love that you're that you really go in to embody that, and mm. that is that is definitely, you know, an experience and the actions that you take because you know your values. Yeah. Now, yeah. If we just very quickly, because I know we've been, you know, gas bagging around for a about little, values for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. For a long time. <laughs> Um, but this is, if I, if I, if we just unpick that little situation 
that experience that you had in your business with that client and that interaction and that project, if you hadn't done the emotional work, the value work, and formulated what your brand stands for and what your brand stands for is also about what you deliver for your clients, what you stand yeah, behind right. to represent and deliver for that yeah. identity, for that integrity mm. um, of however you're wanting to build your house of that business, called that business. Yes. Yeah. So if, for, for example, you had that situation and that experience come along mm. and you hadn't done the work to build your house and let's say it's your first couple of years in business and yep. you're still trying to, do the old school trial and error, find your way, find your clients, blah, 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 mm. which is the way, you know, we build businesses um, without having the specialised coaching or directions or whatever, without getting this juicy inside information. Mm. You can then make it about your clients, not about what resonates with you. Yeah. So then you're playing under the line mm. of responsibility, of courage, of acceptance, of of all of those things yeah. and so then there's no growth for you as an entrepreneur right. because you're not yes. recognizing that that cold stone as you described it is actually about you it's not actually yeah. about the client it's not actually about the project mm. there's an alignment yeah and when we're in different stages of our business we do become more refined and more um, in sync with mm. how we want our business to show up and we've done different projects and we've tried on different things and we find what we love the most. Yeah. And so staying in and staying true to your um, heart's desires to its highest potential is really mm. what you're saying because you're like, that doesn't set my heart on fire anymore. Yeah. It might have like when back then when I used to work with that client, but not yeah. anymore because your business mm -hmm. has evolved, you have evolved, and you yeah. have much more clarity on your um, on your values and your integrity and what you stand for and what mm. what does set your heart on fire. That's and exactly you, it. Yeah. yeah, and it comes from a lot of personal growth as well. I mean, the core of the reason that that um, particular job wasn't aligned with me was because I do not have the opportunity in that job. It's a straight um, writing job. It's a very technical white paper, very big project, and I do not have the opportunity to. Um, connect and collaborate with um, the it's a very big corporate company um, and it goes through layers and layers and layers of divisions and people and you're never really connecting with anyone you're never really talking to anyone um, about what's important to them rather you're just publishing data and information yeah, yeah yeah and for me it's about that journey that connection um that collaboration that's really quite important and in realizing that I was going to be missing that and that's a key element of what I need to be able to create the greatest impact I can through my work um that's when I just said hey this is not the project for me yeah yeah absolutely mm. and yeah. without recognizing that um Shannon if, if that was a situation that maybe another entrepreneur that hasn't done the work or started to look into their own personal values or their business values and identity, yeah. Um, yeah. then they don't get the work done on time. They're not inspired. Yeah. They procrastinate. Yeah. They don't do their yes. best work. Um, yep. They just look at going, well, I really need the money to, you know, as a means to an end. Um, and yeah. you can still take means to an end positions or jobs or clients or projects yeah, or whatever. You, 
Yeah, when you're starting out, you probably need to. You've still got to bring your heart to it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And in the first instance, it's still that discovery process. Is this what I really want to do? And so you bring your heart to it until you kind of come out to the end of it and go, Oof, that's not what I want to do. Okay, I won't take another one of those jobs. Yeah. You know, um, and you yeah, can also um, reposition it in your own mind in that, say, if I was earlier in that business journey, when I did do it originally, um, whilst it wasn't necessarily the job that would have set my heart on fire, it was about thinking, you know, I really value being knowledgeable and experienced as a business owner and that gives me these skills and I'm going to take as much out of it as I possibly can um, rather than just going, this job is a total drag, you know. Yeah, so, mm, yeah mm. absolutely. So but it's it interesting does impact it you. There are little things that I didn't notice um, and that I have come to notice as a business owner over time when I'm not working or living in alignment with my values. And it's it's things you don't make good decisions, do you? I mean, you. No. Um, for me, you my skin always ends up dry. I don't sleep well. I don't drink enough yeah. water. I end up eating too much sugar because I feel like rubbish. And it's self-perpetuating and, and you're not doing... You're not yeah. respecting yourself and doing the best thing by yourself if you're not yeah. living and working in alignment with those values. Absolutely. And our who we are as business owners, our business relies on our energy, on our mm. fertility of um, and and ability to be able to grow and and run a business. Yeah. So yeah. it it's important for us to honor who we are as business owners and mm. become do the work to become the business owner, the CEO that we really want to become in our business and to grow our business. That's huge. So what we need to do here, Kerry, you're saying is we need to actually spend the time journaling and thinking and walking and whatever those practices are that you do personally to actually identify what your values are, um, why they are important to you and how you bring those values to your business. Yes, Have I missed anything there? Um, no, I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. You know, that's a great step to start. And and also you can think, okay, well, if that's how I am, how do I want my business to be? Yeah. I want my business to deliver things on time. I want my business um, to be known for creating the, the most impactful transformations. Yeah. I want my business to be known for being environmentally conscious. Mm. You know, whatever that is, and there's no right or wrong. That that's the amazing thing with human potential is we get to design and create whatever we want, however we yeah. want it. Yeah, yeah. And we're in the driver's seat. Yeah, absolutely. So it would be, you know, if anyone, if anyone is struggling to articulate or dive in, because sometimes it's hard to see ourselves. It is. Yeah. So a little bit, but then the mind kicks in to self-protect. Oh yeah. no. Don't, don't don't scratch the surface too much. Don't open mm. that filing cabinet in the depths of my subconscious. You know, we've got it all wrapped up. There's no need for you to be sticky beaking around in there. Yeah. So if somebody's struggling, then reach out and have a conversation. Mm. You know, you can even ask people that are close to you. Just be prepared for the feedback. Um, yeah. But ask people close to you. Or see how people are responding to you. Are they giving you praise for something? Um, yeah. Are people, you know, if you say, am I really like this or that? Like, do you see that I really embody this particular value? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
and and see just ask people yeah they'll tell you yeah I think no not really like that yeah you're a little bit like this oh not like that but definitely like this Mm. and what does this transformation look like say we do this work I know it's not an overnight thing but say um someone listening goes away and spends the time really understanding their values and saying I'm going to bring this to my business I'm going to bring this to my business identity and ensure that my business encompasses these values in every decision we make and action we take what sort of transformation will take place when you start doing that oh magic happens Shannon (laughs) that's where the magic happens oh that is where the magic happens (laughs) you know totally and I see it time and time again in my client with my clients once they've gone on that journey um and they've unlocked something they've unlocked Mm -hmm. the key to who they want to become and let go a little bit of well a lot actually because we transform transform from who they're showing up as and transform them into who they want to become Mm. and so business decisions become easier you care less about what other people think and value more about what it is you're doing yeah what it is that you're creating and what means to you so you Mm. spend more time actually going all right well I'm going to create this regardless yeah of what other people think of me or how other people perceive me because you Mm. value your own opinion over and above the the you know flippant opinion of others even on social media if people have got an opinion of you right um and then you know making sales is easier like that last client like she was able to add two thousand dollars on her proposal yeah two thousand dollars that was massive for her exactly yeah being able to attract the clients that that you want in your business because your values are aligning you're yeah. standing true um, with the beliefs, actions and behaviours behind what it is that you want to create, mm. how you want mm-hmm. your business to be, what you want your business to deliver, you know, how successful yeah. you want your business to be. And everybody's measure of success is different. Um, yeah. And that's completely okay. It's success in whatever is your model, whatever it yes. is your view. Marketing yeah. becomes easier. Yeah. Because you, you're totally aligned with your brand message. You're clear. You know? Yes. clear you know there's Mm. more certainty it's almost like you start making processes in your business that you just have to show up for you become Mm. the best employee in your business yeah even though you're the ceo yeah totally definitely i love it it gives you you inspired me you have inspired me to go away and reevaluate and journal on and think a lot more i feel that as though i am clear on my values but I feel like I want to bring more of those to the table. Um, so I hope that that has inspired, as I'm sure it has, <laughs> everybody I hope so. today. I hope so. <laughs> and I hope that it's caused some discomfort. You know, I never apologise yeah. for, um, dare I say, making my clients cry because yeah. they really do unlock stuff. And it's not crying in a bad way. It's crying that they release yeah. and they change and they transform, um, yeah. you know, and like they sob uncontrollably, but they cry and they're just like, Gary, do I ever get to a session where you don't make me cry? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, we do. It becomes easier. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I don't apologise for making people uncomfortable because it's in yeah. the uncomfortable space that we have the opportunity to see things differently. We have the uncomfortable space to be able to see ourselves more fully and to be yeah. able to stretch and grow. 
Mm -hmm. So, you know, I encourage people to be uncomfortable, to challenge yourself, to look inside, to go deep Mm -hmm. um, and reach out with any questions that you have, anything you don't understand or anything you can't see because that's how we develop our blind spots. Yeah. Is not being able to see who we are in any given situation or not being able to see what it is we want to create or not being yeah. able to see what's actually standing in our way. Yes. And you can look into your business, can't you? You can look at the type of clients that you're working with now who are a direct reflection of the energies that you put out there. Um, you yep. can look at the results you're getting in your business, um, yep. where you're getting stuck. All of this information is really valuable data about whether you are aware of understanding living and purposefully bringing those values to your business and showing up in alignment in your own life Um, because as we know everything that we bring to business is just one tiny part of what we're bringing to our whole lives absolutely absolutely we spend a lot of time building our business and being in our business um, and it does bring a lot of value you know Mm. as well as a lot in our businesses you know and in our life um and that is and that is so so true like everything is wrapped up in this and that's why personal um transformation really is the key to business mastery we can have a look at any area of our business our business processes what we're doing um Mm. what we're not doing and how we feel about it and what we think about it yeah wonderful that was huge, and I'm sure Not that huge. you have just given everybody <laughs> a lot to think about. Um, I think I think this is a a podcast that perhaps people can revisit time and time and time again because there is certainly so much in there um, yeah. that it might take some time to digest. So thank you, Kerry. Thank you for providing all of that food. Thank support. you, Shannon. Um, wonderful to um, unpick that topic yes. today. Yeah, yeah, that's been amazing. Thanks, Kerry, and speak to you next week. Absolutely. Stay tuned in. Lovely.